right back where we started from. Hustle, scrape your guns, your shadow is a ton. Driving down the 101, California, here we come. Right back where we started from, California. Welcome to the O-C-D, bitch. The show where we're taking in depth underrated primetime soap over the early aughts, the OC. I am your host of the evening, and I'm so happy to be so. Mike Gravani, and with me, as always, is my boon companion, Ryan. And when we say episode by episode, that does not mean that for one podcast episode for every episode of the OC. No, it does mean you and I slowly watch the series, the OC, because people who, fans of us who, uh, fans of the show, not fans of us as people, Mm -hmm. there's... Never the twain shall meet. Oh, no. Like, my stepmom, my ex-stepmom, because uh-huh. my dad died, hates me. Right. But she loves the OCD. Like, it's Can't a great argue podcast. with yeah. baby. Uh, we're shocked. Recently, I was talking to fans. Uh, we're shocked that we're still doing the OC, because a year ago, they knew we started the show. I was like, oh, we watch it every week. One, they were shocked that in the olden days, there were 27 episodes per show. With commercials. With commercials. And then also, episode by episode for them. Now for season two, it's two episodes of the OCD per episode of the OC. Because they've gotten more Minimum. complex. They've gotten meatier. It's that when you, I say meat, you say cheese, baby. Cheese. Meat. meat cheese. Cheese. Meat, cheese, meat. And that's it. Baby, it? you know it's hot and juicy. The thing is, too, is that, Mike, we are growing as OC watchers, uh-huh. as podcasters, as intellectuals. So uh, now at this point, when we watch a thing that's five minutes, we've got ten minutes of stuff to say. Yeah, I get real fed up. It really gets my gullet. When people watch a thing and say, I can't talk about that more for than a minute. Oh, you've never heard about stretching for time. <laughs> and yeah, and I mean, we have all these commercials that we have to get in. Like Nike is saying, please give us Swoosh, a, just do it. 45 minutes an episode and then Nike will give us, I don't know, countless millions of dollars. Countless. countless. I can't even count them. And that's what the contract says. That's a bad contract. That's my favorite kind of money. Countless. Countless. Is that an indecent proposal? And also Nike, while we're talking to you. Um, briefcases or Venmo would be cool. Uh, your whole vacuum, like reverse vacuum, shoot money into our households. It, it was cool at first. We felt like it's celebrities. It's a but little inconvenient. Is that professionalism? Like, is that how you do money? Now I have to launder this money, and I don't mean in like a cool mobster way. But it shoots all into it our goes washer. goes right into our fucking dog poop pile. And then Which I have to launder. clean that out. Oh, I'm not having dirty dog poop in my house. Oh, I'm you gonna, got I, it. I'm going to hey. wash it, and I'm going to make it clean. Life hack. Clean. That dog poop. You cannot polish a turd unless you're buying pop filter brand polished turd. I like to plasticize it the way they do at Body Works. Oh, right. And then you can polish the shit of that turd. Do you bronze it? Like your dog's first poop, you bronze that, oh. put that on the wall. And then it's second poop. And it's 15th poop. Are there bronzers that we can have like at our home? Like now that we can buy laminators because it's the future, mm-hmm. can we buy bronze? Can we just bronze anything we want? But yeah. I mean, you can just go to any Ulta and get bronzer. Is that a tanning you, joke? You put it in your cleaves, you put it on your cheeks, your face cheeks, not just your butt cheeks. How long? Okay. If I went to get fully, and I'm known as like a pale person. Yeah, right? you're a like, pale man. You're, you're a white guy, but like I am. You're a, clear to, what is that? Is that a Ace Ventura? Um, if I went and got bronzed, mm-hmm. how long would it take before like you could not handle being in a room with me? Not even like the first joke, like you had to leave the room. If you went and got bronzed? Yeah, if I was like, I'm tan now. Okay, I laugh till I pee and poo for 30 seconds. And then I go to clean up. So your, 30 seconds. Your, your own pee and poo. Not my bronzing. You're no. going to clear up your shit. Yeah. 
And then I hire people to come clean. I fucking go to TaskRabbit to that's come a, clean you up. That's what I love. It's like you're rich enough to like hire bronze cleaners for me. Uh-huh. But you're still going to clean up your pe- – you're grounded, yeah. right? Like I'm, I'm a, clean up I'm your a, own stuff. I'm a man of the people. Mm. I'm not going to pay people to clean up my PMP because I care about those people. And the thing that I love about it is that, Mike, uh, you also have very expensive jeans. Thank you. You're not going to be a person who just like stands there and goes. No. Right? Like in your own pants. No. I pull my pants down to my knees. And All the I way down. Poo. And then just go in public. But like, it, it's an impressive squat. And the fact that we have a 5,000-person studio audience, that is never going to stop you. No. You used to have. Do you remember when you used to have stage fright and you yes. could not pee in front of people? But now I'm the GG Allen of podcasting, bitch. And now you can only pee in front of people if I am wearing yeah. an entire coat of bronzer. I have reverse stage fright. Do you, you honestly think you would notice if I walked into this room and I was just dude tan as shit? Yeah. You are so scarily pale in the weirdest ways and just like highlights of red that, yes, the world would notice. Like some sort of uh, undersea fish, like deep don't sea you, fish that like is basically you transparent. You can see that was last veins. episode. Oh, uh, sorry. You know what else was last episode? The Christmas cut that almost wasn't? The Christmas cut that was almost wasn't part one. This is part two. I got to say, dude. We mostly just set the yeah. stage last. I, uh,. I love being a participant on the show, and I think that you're a wonderful host, but we got to almost nothing in the last episode. Because there's Mike. so much. So you're, it's not like that you're fucking over the fans. I don't it's just think there's so. too much to go over. I, I think we're, we're giving more gifts to the fan because we are the Chris McCuff that definitely is happening. Are we much like America? Are we setting a bad president in that like every time we watch an episode now, uh, we're just going to do it in as many podcast episodes as we deem necessary, and sometimes that's going to be like 12, 13 episodes? Yes. No. Is no that going to be okay? Yes, collusion. Oh, it's definitely collusion. Exonerated. You and I. Everybody's exonerated. No, no. It's important to note that he was not exonerated, Mike. Yeah, but clearly by Even not exonerated. Even his boy said not exonerated. But clearly not exonerated. Exonerated. Oh, I didn't understand it from the I terms. do hope by the time this goes public that everybody's like, that's old fucking news. He is in cuffs right now. We have made so many episodes about so many uh, so many podcasts about so many episodes of the OC that I think that this episode particularly is supposed to debut in 2026. Uh, okay, so he's de- oh, he's definitely still present. Oh, man. He's We've now been dictator under the of the, government ho- of the so whole long. world. But, no, I'm fine with it. Last episode was great. This episode will be great. We this the stage is set. Chrismica is going to happen. And it's gonna be perfect and nothing wrong is going to happen. Nothing wrong is going to How happen. How can anything go back? It's just a drama-free episode of the OC, and that's why everybody's throwing faces at the wall. The most important thing is that over the top has been dabbled. I don't know if we're gonna watch it. I'm not sure, but over the top has been brought up. It's over the, the top has been brought up. The best truck driving arm wrestling movie of all time will we watch it i don't know yet i don't know if you didn't listen to the last week's episode for some weird reason jimmy and julie boning for sure talking mm-hmm. about boning while boning uh and seth is handing out chore wheels and everybody would rather go to jail than deal with their consequences and if you didn't listen to the last episode you missed the thing where uh mike you brought up that tate donovan was the voice of hercules is he and then i said that uh julie cooper sort of looks like meg I didn't know any of that. And then there was like a full-on jerk-off session in the middle of a podcast. Just a lot of squish sounds. Right. And I just said squish. Squish. All of that and more on tonight's Chris McCuddy that might never happen. Ryan, on the great road to the Chris McCuddy that will definitely happen, nothing can rock it. I, I, okay. I Right now, I've not watched the episode yet, so I'm pretty sure that it almost doesn't happen, but go ahead. Seth... Wants all hands on deck. And he 
invites Marissa and Summer. And their reactions are the best. Is I think they want to go. And they're both just like, sure, that's fine, whatever. They were just talking about how all of their holiday stuff is going to be shitty. Yeah. And they ne- but the thing is that they, like they, you never want to tell a Seth Cohen that sounds great. Right. I would love to do that. You have to always keep Seth. In Neg his him place. a little. Yes, absolutely. And I also like that even in Marissa's at this point, they Seth and Hearn have have had enough one on ones that she's like, yeah, I can fuck with him as well. Because you know, if you tell Seth, oh my god, that's amazing. I would what love a it. Good new holiday idea. Like both Zoidberg like, oh, you're gets still bit, right? doing like, that. Yeah, yeah, he just clip clops his claws out of that room and like stomps on buildings. Are you? I'm getting more and more worried. Like. We've seen Julie Cooper. We never meet Summer's stepmom. Mm. She's the gnat. Wait, OC already has a gnat. Mm-hmm. She's the double gnat of the show. She's the Vera. She's the Vera. Vera? She's the Maris? She's the Vera of... Um, yeah, the Maris. Fraser had Maris. Cheers had Vera. So mm-hmm. Norm's wife or Niles' wife. Never see a wife is mm-hmm. the show, the, the rule of that whole Fraserverse. Uh, Ew, girls, keep them off. And... But the stuff she says about her in the first season is like, isn't she awful? And now she's just like, she's she has, she was the fucking canary in the coal mine of the opioid addiction. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's crazy, and it's no longer funny or cute. I'm just so sad for Summer stepmom that her dad is obviously ignoring. Uh huh. Oh no, her dad like goes on trips, but he's a uh, plastic surgeon. Like that's not a thing where you have to what? go on trips. He goes is, on trips just to be away. Is he from. getting her high? Is he? What's that thing that? Uh, that Marissa had in the Sixth Sense, Munchausen syndrome. And if you're a doctor, do you just leave your little pads around? Doctor, do you leave? So people can just like uh, write their own prescriptions? I think so. If you're married, you just leave it out there. If you're married to a doctor, you get all the drugs you want? Yes. I and all the drugs you don't want. You should marry a doctor. I know a robot. Like, He's single. All the drugs you don't want. Like I don't have enough female pubic hair. I can write myself a prescription and just go get that drug. Yeah. I thought you were going to name the drug right now. But you didn't go there. Uh so, yeah, the girls are just like, whatever. Julie uh, runs in, and she's like, I'm so sorry I'm late to the meeting. Is it still happening? And Kirsten's like, it ended two hours ago. So we know that he does put the Glad and Gladiator. Because mm-hmm. they were on that houseboat for quite a long time. Uh, Julie's wearing a dress, and still, when she walks in, zips up her pants for like three <laughs> or four feet. And talks about how her phone battery must have died. And then Jimmy calls her. Like, he misses her so bad. We are going to get to the awards later, uh-huh. but we have to talk about this now. Kirsten starts to get a little inkling of what's going on because mm-hmm. Jimmy calls Julie right then after they just had sex. Right. Jimmy. It's not that I smell Jimmy's musk on you. <laughs> uh, what is that on your dress? Is that Jimmy's jism by Calvin Klein? Uh, <laughs> but no, Kirsten hears Julie's phone go off and she's like, oh, isn't that Jimmy's favorite song? And Michael... Jimmy's favorite song is Do the Hustle. And I've never heard Jimmy's Got a Jimmy more than his favorite fucking song is Do the Hustle. What's weird is is the song that's played Do the Hustle, but what they talk about is Duran Duran's Hungry Like the Wolf. Yeah, they mention both things. But from... Why? Why why is Duran Duran here? Because it's the best episode of all time. But from Julie's phone, it goes... That is doing the hustle. That is doing the hustle. And... The Hustle, or Doing the Hustle, or I don't know what the song is called, uh, that's something that like uh, wedding DJs will play, and you roll your eyes and just More do More than it. the Macarena. But like, yeah, it's, it's a chicken dance level song. It's nobody's favorite, favorite. song. Is Jimmy seriously his favorite song is Do the Hustle? Do you know what I love is for like a five-year period, people were just giving everybody their own special ringtone, 
and at a certain point, people woke up and went, all phones should be on vibrate at all times. Fuck any ringtone. If it is, it's going to be just a normal fucking ring. You know, I know. You are the king of silent phone always. Yeah. Like, out of everyone You're I've ever met. You're a monster if I yeah. hear your phone. Uh, but don't you kind of miss that time where you could just, like, anoint songs to people? Oh, yeah, because p- post-MIDI, there were services where, like, we can take 30 seconds of any song you put in here. And I just, everybody had a different 30 seconds Decemberists when I had that song. And I like it's been a while since I had a specific ringtone for you. Uh, it's been so long where I think that my ringtone for you when I had that type of phone was just you screaming the N word as loud as you could. Do you remember those times? Just Ryan N word, answer the phone. And I mean, cool. I guess funny joke, Mike. Way to go. I was trying to tell you about Die Ant Word. Oh, I know. The South African rap duo. That Harley and Joker from the Suicide Squad were based upon. Do you know what, if we had those phones still, do you know what you would put for my ringtone? Are you asking? Yeah, like, oh, no, it's not, it's no, not I, thought, like, I thought it was like a knock-knock joke. No, no, no. <laughs> would your ringtone for me be a knock-knock joke? <laughs> I think it would probably be, uh, uh, uh What's Andy, our song? Andy Circus going, he wants it! <laughs> That's not bad. So not a song, but I want it when you call. Do you remember that time where we went to the Andy Circus? And it was just people trying to do CGI all over the place. And screaming, when will I get the award? Look at my fake elephant. <sighs> I know what it would be. What? Do we have to have the same thing, or do we pick different things for each other? I don't know. What, pitch it. This is not like, this is not podcast worthy. This, like, this is like my actual answer. You want a legit answer? Yeah. I think that it would be uh, a hotelier song mm. that is basically like, it's called like, this is the first song yeah. of the album. Oh! And I love that song for us because... Can we get wh- Weird Al saying, answer the phone call. Accordion, accordion. Uh, I like that because, uh, one, that song reminds me of you. Like, that is it. Mm-hmm. I guess it could be Phantom Planet or Holophonics, mm-hmm. but it would be that. And two, I am racing to my phone. Like, oh, yeah. I'm going to end that. I have to end that song as soon as possible. This dude still loves emo in 2019? Everybody who's in that room is like, I don't know who this is, but all of a sudden I, I feel the need to hate the hotelier. I like it. Who is this hotelier and what is he all about? Uh, the, 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 my least favorite Sandy move happens at this point in the episode. Is Even more than his constant smirk about Caleb going down? He, no, I love that. Uh, Ryan lets him know that he's inviting Lindsay because like, like you do, you say, I'm inviting people to our holiday. And Sandy goes, I don't think it's a good idea. And Ryan's like, oh, no, sure, I'm Ryan, so I'll just like agree with you because you're Sandy. Right. Uh, so Sandy's using privilege right now. Yeah. He's got Sandy points. And so people just trust him, even though he's saying, like, ah, not a good idea. She has red hair. I don't like her. Yeah, and, and Ryan's, Ryan's like, oh, is it is because it it's like a family thing? And Ryan's like, or Sandy's like, no, I mean, you live here. You know we have a pretty liberal open-door policy. But, like, how serious are you two? That's an Uncle Phil to Will Smith thing. That is not Sandy to Ryan. I know he doesn't want to reveal anybody's secrets, but it feels so gross and dirty. Sandy, at this point, is juggling more storylines than he ever has or will. So I get it. Mm -hmm. The problem is, Mike, in a perfect episode of TV, is this the worst part where he allows Ryan and Seth to just, like, run off as many possibilities as possible? Why don't you you do do a little riff sesh right here? And they go, and they're like, what is she? Like, I don't know. Like, is she Captain America? Yeah. What is Lindsay? Caleb's hitman? Drug dealer? Captain America? 
illegitimate love triangle, and his brows just waggle as heavily as they can. So his brows shoot off four feet in the air. He freaks out. Is that the tong drop? And then drops the tongs. Drops all the tongs. And doesn't drop the tongs in like a, oh, he made a mistake, in a very specific TV drama no. way. Suddenly, a Mar- Rosa, who we haven't seen in a year and a half, Rolls in the family marimba, and the tongs just fucking hit every note that they need to hit suspiciously. The marimba heirloom that she has been protecting all of these years because it gets passed down from generation to generation. Gen- from the nana rolls it in here. to the nunu. <laughs> and uh, Ryan and Seth, two of the dumbest people in the history of time, look at each other because they know what that tong drop means. Oh, yeah. That she's Captain fucking America. <laughs> and they're like, cool. But shitty, because I thought one of us was going to be Captain America. Oh, this is kind of bullshit. I guess you got to be Kid Chino now. But no, when uh, Illegitimate Love Child comes up, uh, they think like, uh, Caleb? Yeah, no, that makes sense. That absolutely makes well, sense. Well, they know the connection to Caleb. He slips that up. He's like, she can't come, because Caleb. <laughs> and He just drops all the... I think he wants to talk about it. That's interesting. I think, I think he acts so unsandy like because he's just like, I'm fucking sick of this shit. Because that's a kid move, right? Like, yeah. You, uh, I don't want to talk about this thing, Mike. I wink, I wink, the, yeah, eyebrow. This is the Sandy we know who eats Cheetos and watches Judge Judy. He is ca- calling out for help. But sometimes adults are like, I have to get this off my fucking chest. I'm going to slam these tongs on the barbecue. I'm going to tell the most mature person and the most immature person I know at the same time, Atwood and my son. Who gets the hardest boner right there? So Ryan and Seth find out that yeah. uh, I think Seth is ahead of his time and he knows what kind of porn will happen in 15 years from then and he gets the hardest boner because he almost dated her. Because Ryan, like, great, she's related to Caleb. That doesn't do anything for that me. Does in fact, I have a reverse boner, but Seth is like, hello. Wait a minute, I wanted to ask her out on a date. All of a sudden, uh, the uh, water from Seth's like lapel flower shoots <laughs> everywhere. And his guns just say bang on a flag. Ryan, we have to take a break. But before we go, can I just say this? Now Seth and Ryan have to hold this fucking secret. Are you you're yeah. trusting two 15, 16-year-olds to, to keep this secret? That. And they've decided. They make a pact. Ryan will go uninvite Lindsay, and Seth will go. And Ryan, I do like Ryan. He's like, okay, but Marissa and Summer will fucking talk, and she'll find out, even though none of them are friends, but I know how high school works. So if I have to do this, I think more than that, it's if I have to do it, you have to do it. We're in this together. And I know we have to take a break, but the thing that I love about TV is that when you go to tell somebody something, they will not interrupt you. No. And you'll just be able to tell them that thing, you just and get that'll be all the end your of the words out at once. When we come back, it's saying all those words out at once. Ryan. So the boys are off to uninvite the guests they've invited. And we know from history that if uh, if there's a job that needs to be done and it's kind of awkward, send the boys. Send the boys, the boys will do a great to do job. a Braddocus Finch's job. But that would be fucked up if Sandy just went and told all these teenage girls they were no longer invited to He his wants own. to. He yeah. wants to say, Lindsay, don't come do to not my come house that's because you'll meet insane. your father. <laughs> what? Nothing. I will drop barbecue tongs everywhere. So Ryan goes over. And this is after convincing Lindsay, who grinches all over Christmas, that she should just celebrate Christmaca with them. So Ryan knows that this is going to be very easy, and he knocks on the door, knowing that only Grinch Wait, will answer. She hated it. She like this. She's going to be like, "This will be so easy. Thank I'm you. I'm so I was glad you, you told me this. Favor, oh Atwood. God. She's cool now and just calls him Atwood. Uh, but instead, oh God, Mike, she stayed up uh-huh. all night and making a yama claws. 
Which is exactly what it sounds like. It is a yarmulke that looks like a Santa Claus hat. It is the perfect combination of Hanukkah and Christmas. If it was a different kind of episode, Seth would be furious he never thought of this. Yes. It is adorable and shows the kind of fucking jive that Lindsay brings to the table. There's two types of people who react to awesome things. The first type of person is like, uh, I think that's awesome, but I could have never thought of it, so I'm going to be an asshole. Uh-huh. And then there's the second kind of person who says like, uh, I think that's awesome, but I'm still going to be an asshole. But no, wait, I'm going to make it even better than it was. Yeah. With yamacloths. I hear what you're saying. I don't want a part of it, but here's how you fucking one-up your own thing. And she says, and this is what really bowls him over, not just that she stayed up night. She's like, well, making them is fun. And I never have fun at this time of the year. It's not just that her and mom have decided holidays suck. It's always going to be fucking miserable over the holidays. Yeah. And this is after um, she out Phoebe Kate's. Phoebe Cates. Uh-huh. Like, uh, Phoebe Cates' classic gremlin story is now uh, outdone by Lindsay because uh, Ryan's like, hey, holidays, Christmas, Hanukkah, yay. And she's like, I hate the holidays, and here's why. I was in Nam, And then we <laughs> cut to a helicopter coming down, uh, stomping directly on Chinook, her dad. Chinook, Chinook. Uh, her dad explodes and kills everybody else's dad and Santa Claus. Now the elves are, it's up to the elves to become and Santa Claus. They, they have to fucking Donner party their way out of the fucking They all eat each scene. other. And it cuts back to Ryan. He's like, well, that's a crazy Christmas story. I thought Chino was rough. (laughs) Oh. oh, oh. He just pulls on the collar of his wife, Beater. For 45 minutes. And so he wusses out and just says, because after she's so excited and talks for 40 minutes. She uh, jumps out of her house hugging him. Which is not Ryan, this is what I'm like when I'm happy. And Ryan feels he's bad. not into it. That's not what he's into. Ryan feels bad, but at least he has the mattress. He has uh, the thing to fall back on. Of well, I'm sure the other side of the story will work out okay. Can you bring eggnog? <laughs> is what he says. Can you bring a disgusting beverage that nobody likes but everybody pretends to like? Can you bring rotten cinnamon moss it's milk? It's so thick and viscous. Is there any way that you can bring Santa Claus's ass jizz to the party? <laughs> can can you I bring? I didn't know I had a limit. Can you bring cartons of uh, a milk-flavored antifreeze? Just Who the fuck is drinking eggnog? Leave that milk out in the sun for three to five years. The problem with milk, just normal-ass cow-tit milk, is that there's not enough egg in it, and it doesn't smell rotten. It doesn't smell like rotten Christmas. Oh, it doesn't, sound, it doesn't taste rotten, though, because you just put a dash of cardamom. We spent so much time a couple weeks ago making fun of uh, Zach's Yoohoo thing. Uh-huh. How about eggnog, egg Mike? Eggnog. And everybody acts like we're the monsters every season. Yeah. Because we don't like eggnog. Because they only have to put up with it for like uh. one month a year. Are you kidding? You're going to drink this fucking thick, viscous- It's so weird. Like, hey, you know milk? How it's not thick and er, it's hard to drink? We're going to double its thickness. Milk is too thin. Milk doesn't pour over my sexy body. What the heck, man? What if it was more syrupy, but had like this rotten nutmeg homeless smell? What argon oil does to your scalp, eggnog does to your esophagus. It's so thick and slimy. There's so many medicines out there that like uh, make you grow hair. What if we came up with some fucking rotten egg shit that made you lose hair, (laughs) pour it all over your head, and now you're balding because of eggnog? But fucking Santa's dick juice. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly. Seth will be able to handle his side of it. And, and wait, hold, I'm sorry, hold on. And like, people are doing it because brandy is poured in it. Like, everybody at the Christmas party is drinking eggnog because there's brandy in and it. And is, is it, you don't want to drink in front of your family, so you have to hide it in the rottenest, smelliest fucking bullshit? <laughs> like, what if we blended deviled eggs and then just let them go bad in a spa? Is there any way that, like, so nobody smells the brandy on me? Is there any way that we could pour it into something that smells like Oscar the Grouch's pussy? Look, I cut my arm. 
did nothing to fucking disinfect it, and now it's oozing and pussing. Put cinnamon in it. That's an eggnog. Is there any way that like we can get the smell of a Civil War gangrene wound <laughs> into a glass? I would love that. There's no anesthesia, my friend. Is there a grosser word than egg? How about nog? I think we said Just most right of there. <laughs> describing it. Seth gets even less far than Ryan does. And Summer is also excited. He just starts helping her pick out a Christmas tree. I think for her own house. It later becomes something else. But she's just like, do this, do this. And But I do it. They become friends. They do. Seth at no point really tries to uninvite her. And we're still at the point where we're learning Summer's skills. And one of her skills is picking the perfect Christmas picking tree. the perfect Christmas but tree. But what's weirder to you? What's more exciting to you? A happy uh, Lindsay or a happy Summer? They're both so stoked on the season. We've seen Happy Summer before. And I do think Summer loved, started to love the Coens uh, while they More were More than dating. Seth. And, it, and it's hard. It's hard when you break up with somebody and you like their family because their family's cool. And Seth's parents are still married uh, to each other. The good side of Seth is making up things, like inventing a new holiday or whatever, and isn't this fun. And her family is a drug-addled and or plastic surgering each other. And if you, if you are uh, hanging out with Sandy and Kirsten, you could see, like, oh, I get it. Like, they're awesome. Yes. All of the worst parts of these two became Seth. But what if they had a different kid? What if they were awesome? Yeah. And that's Ryan. And I like Ryan. Right. I like Marissa. And she'll be there. Uh, and there's mistletoe. And you're like, oh, no. I truly think Summer's like, it's friendship time, man. Because she just kisses him on the cheek. It's not awkward. It's just fun for friends. Okay, cool. Good thought. But I truly think that she's still keeping him in that zone. She wants him on that hook? Yeah. I mean, like, she freaked out when he kissed her at the bait shop, right? Uh-huh. And she ran away. But it's because it was too soon. She wanted that kiss. That was just a couple of months too soon. We're just trying to figure it all out. But she does like Seth more than Zach, right? Well, Seth does have a personality. Do you see that in her eyes when she does stuff? High school kids don't like nice. Uh-huh. They, they've been taught that romance should be a little painful. <laughs> well, I'm happy. No, that can't be right. And you are speaking for all high school kids and all not just your kids. particular high school experience? I think I encompensated. Every high school kid there ever was. I think you're a high school kid who created the word incompensating. Thank you. Uh, I was raised on so many rom-coms, so I went, oh, this should be hard as hell, and we should never really like each other. Thank you. This is healthy. One of your go-to terms is uh, be kind, not nice. Yes. But what if you're both, and Zach is sort of both? Yes. And Seth is... Neither. N- definitely neither, but like... I would date Seth. Seth sort is the of kind chaotic. of person I would date in high school. For sure. And Summer, too, because she's mean. and like, Yes. I don't know. Like, it's, but it's not Zach. Like, he's a smoke show. He's a smoke show. Water polo. Reads uh, every newspaper you've ever heard of and some you haven't. Eight newspapers a day and then apologizes because it's not enough. Uh, Dad's a politician, but, like, come on. Come what on. are we doing? Uh, and then the, the two gents, both failed, come at each other, and are both trying to get the other one to talk more first. Just tell me one of us succeeded. And Ryan hands Seth... The Yama Claws and can't even look at him. Okay, so in the last episode, we talked about how uh, Ryan stopped in the hall and Seth made TV history by saying, like, what are you doing? You can't just stop in the hall and like uh-huh. think about things. This might be TV history. Like, this might be the greatest moment in TV history where Ryan has uh, said he cannot disinvite Lindsay. Right. She created the Yama Claws and hands it to Seth and cannot look him in the eye. This is peak, peak Ryan and Seth. P- like peak this, Ryan and Seth. This is the PP peak Ryan and Seth. I think the power dynamic is finally even. 
Before it was always Seth needing things from Ryan, and Ryan was always better. And now they're finally equally bad. And always Seth being the funny one, and Ryan being the yeah. the, the straight man. No, and Ryan knows Ryan's funnier. He now. knows exactly what he's doing, and not a be- creepy way. Uh, he does feel bad, but he knows it's hilarious if he just hands him the hat and looks down. Also, I don't want to spoil the rest of this episode, but um, this is when both of them are thinking. This is probably as dramatic as today is going to get, is that Marissa and Lindsay will be They'll in the same house. They'll both be here, and what like, do we do what, about what, that? What, 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 do you, what do we do? Do you think they're also terrified that they're going to piss off Sandy? Because he said, do not do this, and they're both just like, oh, I guess we're going to do it. That's that's true, because the thing is, is that they went against Sandy, they did invite Lindsay, and then also... All also, of, oh, I guess they do know why. Uh, Seth and Ryan are holding barbecue tongs the entire time and not dropping them. And that, like Sandy's like, oh, cake power move. That's just like when every young boy at the age of 11 <laughs> just punches his dad in the gut and uppercuts him up his double chin. Every dad knows, like for the first 10 years that you have a son, you hold the barbecue tongs. Yeah. But then at some point, they're going to get to an age where like... And they, they go, no, dad, in- you wore your socks outside and I'm spanking you with the barbecue tongs. That thing works. How by about word. you? There's a banner you in the Gravano house. Made you smoke a carton of barbecue tongs. Woo! Those barbecue biscuits, which is just charcoal. And you have cancer now. Like, there's no way that you didn't get cancer from smoking oh, a carton of you, barbecue tongs and charcoal. How about you? How about you? And sure, if you have cancer, you say to everyone, how about you? And how about you? But you still have cancer, though. You got the cancer. Right. Yeah. You can't, you can't fucking seven days the ring it by making them... How about you? Oh, no. But I do love that strategy of uh, <laughs> filming a video on VHS of you having cancer and just hoping that if you watch the video, they will get cancer as Please well. Please, does this work? And they're like, I don't even have the technology to fucking use this anymore. If it gave you, the, if, if, like, it gave them cancer and mm. you got 1% less cancer, would you do it? Worth it. <laughs> it's, that's totally worth it. worth it. Let me work it. It's so worth it. A slightly less powerful morphine popsicle stick you have to suck on? Worth it. But 2004, there was no VHSs, Ryan. We were on HD DVD. We didn't know Blu-ray would take over yet. Really? At this point, we're thinking that HD DVD is going to oh, be the thing? Oh, this was the, 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 the violent and bare-knuckled brawl of Blu-ray V HD DVD. See, I think at this point, we're thinking DVD. That's it. And like, there will never be another thing. DVD will always Oh, this be is the pre, pre the worst I think fight so, yeah. this country's ever seen. <laughs> Do you remember? And then the war broke this country apart. It was our second civil it war. It was like HD, DVD, high definition, DVD. I know what all those mean. Blu-ray, that's bananas. Do you know what won the war? Have we talked about this on the OCD? Lazy. Do you know what the, won the war? Streaming. So PS4 got the Blu-ray. Uh-huh. And Xbox went for the HD DVD. Oh, fucking Xbox. But Xbox, because it's Microsoft, said... We're going to do HD DVD, and this is going to win the war. But what we will not do is uh, put porno on this. And Blu-ray said, like, yeah, porn's fine. Porn it up. And then PS4 and Blu-ray won forever. Because porn. Until streaming. Porn and Dragon Ball Z also kept the VHS industry alive for years. Here's my advice, business owners. Don't say no to porn. Just embrace porn. Just do the porn. Be like our president and do the porn. What are you, a new taxi dental service? Have porn. Just have porn. <laughs> oh, sure. Uh... Ryan. I, no, I'm upset now. For so long in the OCD history, the goodbye girl was a momentous evening for us. That was, I remember that. Uh, we had uh, hot toddies. Yes. We drank hot toddies for the entire episode, and that was the first time that we said, we need another episode there to talk about too this too much episode. show here. We must do two. But season two, almost every episode deserves two because there's too much episode. Hmm. Not in the history of our show or any show thereafter. We are out of time. 
typically, Mike, uh, you say things to me and I like mock surprise, like, oh my God, Mike, I can't believe you're telling me that. But no, this makes sense to me because this is the single greatest episode in TV history. The Chrismica that almost wasn't will have a third part next week. I think the big question is, uh, will it have a fourth or fifth or sixth? I don't know. All of this has been the ramp up to, and finally everything will blow up. Do you think that the Christmas... Christmas cut that almost wasn't will have a uh, 12 mini episodes and then one major episode. Probably. Definitely that. And that major episode will be 14 hours straight. Do you think one of those episodes we will just be going over over the top? Yes. The greatest truck driving arm Second episode, movie of all time. Just throwing vases of different weights at a wall to see what is the most impactful. Have you ever seen Over the Top? No. Okay. There's trucks. Do you know how important that movie is in my life? They chain each other up and then hit each other? Oh, yeah. Well, I think all movies should start with chain each other up that should be the first step and then drive a truck no and the movie <laughs> chain that's up it. and the movie no conflict chain each other up but that's just the first part yes and then you do a part two of the movie right like what we're doing right now uh we'll be back next week you'll be back next week this is an insane episode if you haven't watched it yet what why well, literally we want listeners but why are you listening to our show and may i tease a little bit tease it up next episode is where we talk about how mean you cried. Vases will be thrown. Tears will be shed. Holophonics will be thanked. Dads will stay gay. And Ryan will finally get me those Green Lantern JPEGs. Latro! California! California!